Helping Hand podcast. My name's Pauline Shannon. I'm a mother of three and a reflex integration therapist. Each week I will be meeting someone who helps children and families. I will be asking them what they do and how they do it. We will learn how different therapies can help, how to choose which is right for you and how to find them when you need them. Good morning. Today I'm talking to Stephen McMurray. Stephen is a clinical hypnotherapist, a graduate member of the British Psychological Society. Stephen has been helping people reach their goals for nearly 10 years and he is based in Edinburgh. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for inviting me, Pauline. So I know that you do hypnotherapy, Stephen, but I know that is different for very many people. Can you tell us a bit more about the services that you offer and how you got into them? Okay, well, clinical hypnotherapy is the use of hypnosis to treat a variety of psychological and medical problems. Uh, Hypnosis is a deeply relaxed state where the subconscious mind is more open to positive suggestions. The subconscious mind is where our learned behaviour and habits reside. So we can make improvements to our life by making positive suggestions to our subconscious mind. One of the things I've always found a bit frustrating is there's a lot of misconceptions about hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And I've had people say to me, well, I don't believe in hypnosis or hypnotherapy. I find that very frustrating because there's a lot of very good evidence to back up use of hypnosis. My background is is working in social research, so I'm always interested in the research element backing up hypnotherapy. And I know that the new scientists reported on research that examined all the studies that could be found on methods to stop smoking and found that hypnotherapy was the most effective method of all to help people stop smoking. That's interesting. I think you're right. People do have very different ideas of what it's like. That's why it would be really good if you could um, describe to us your method and what a session looks like. Okay. I mean, clients contact me for a variety of different reasons. Um, We usually have a chat on the phone about what they're hoping to achieve and they make appointments and have a further chat and they fill out a, um, a form when they arrive. And I usually spend a sometime explaining hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And I use a hypnocom machine, which plays some music and amplifies my voice so I can get the levels of trance deeper. And I'll say a few things to make them in a very nice relaxed state. And so the subconscious mind is more open to the positive suggestions I make. And I'll say a few things to help them reach the goals they want. And then I bring them around out of trance. Then we have a chat afterwards and that's the end of the session. And it depends. Sometimes I only see people for one session. For so stop smoking, it's only one session. For other things, I see people more than one session. But I try to keep sessions as few as possible. I'm, I'm not a psychotherapist. I don't want to see people for months and months. I just want to get people to a better place as quickly as possible. How did you get into hypnotherapy, Stephen? What appealed to you about it? Well, my interest actually started as a child. I have a very rare bone condition. I broke my leg and had a lot of operations on my leg as a boy and I was in hospital a lot. And one of the things I noticed was if I altered my state of consciousness, it affected the levels of pain I felt. And that was always something that interested me. Um, at school, I enjoyed economics. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I did a business degree and I followed that up with a master's in social research. And I worked for a social inclusion partnership for a while. And part of that was looking at issues around mental health And at that point, I decided to train as a hypnotherapist. And I followed that on by completing a degree in psychology through the Open University. 
you mentioned using hypnotherapy or different states of consciousness to manage your pain. Is that something that you work with particularly? Yes, I do have clients come to see me for that. That is what my main interest is in. I think it's uh, it's a huge issue, chronic pain. I think I read somewhere there's about 800,000 people in Scotland are, are thought to have chronic pain, where pain lasts more than 12 weeks. Um, there are particular issues with people getting addicted to painkillers, which can cause a whole range of problems. Uh, we've seen in America, a lot of people have died for overdoses of taking painkillers. I know someone who died in Edinburgh last year um, of kidney failure, and that was linked to taking prescribed painkillers for many years after spinal injury. And I think it's an area that really needs to be looked at. I and mean, we need to be using hypnotherapy as part of pain management programs to help people and to reduce reliance on painkillers. And is pain management likely to be a one-off treatment or would that be more treatments? I do two sessions for hypno-pain healing sessions, I call them. So the first session, I'll look at the pain, how we can um, manage the pain better. I use what things like visualizations. Um, so you can visualize turning down the level of pain. You may give the pain a color, maybe alter it to a different state of, a different color where you feel more relaxed about managing the pain. And the second session, I'll, I'll do a hypno-healing session. You use the, the power of your subconscious mind to heal a physical ailment. If people found that very helpful. I'm blown away. In, in my mind, as you say, people have the wrong uh, misconceptions about hypnotherapy. In my mind, it was a long, drawn-out treatment with perhaps homework of taking tracks home that you'd listen to daily. So I'm completely astounded that you can get the results you do over short sessions. I'm so glad that you came on to talk to me today. That's really opened my eyes. Yes, I mean, I do give people uh, a CD to listen to at home, a self-hypnosis CD, and I give them some uh, exercises they can do so they can use self-hypnosis to manage their pain better. And people found that very helpful. I mean, in terms of pain, you might want to uh, do a direct suggestion of pain reduction, changing the experiences of pain. So if you call it something different rather than pain, then we call it discomfort. Maybe move the, the pain to a different area and make it feel numb so you reduce the pain. You can do what's known as a, an anaesthetic glove. So you can imagine your hand is like an anaesthetic and you touch a sore part and that will reduce the pain you felt. You can also use, uh, there's a technique you can use for children called the, uh, the magic glove for pain management. And you can make suggestions to children, maybe going into hospital who are having a lot of experiences of injections and so on, that we can put on this magic glove and it makes their arm more numb. And so they don't feel the injection is painful as they would otherwise. Fascinating. So you do um, smoking cessation and pain management. Are there other things that people could come to you for? Yes, I mean, I do a, like a stress management. I do a four session stress management program for people to really analyze what's happening in their lives to, uh, so they can manage their stress better. I think stress is it's a normal part of life and it's something that is needed, but at times in life, people find stress overwhelming. That can cause a lot of uh, problems for them in terms of blood pressure and so on. We can look at managing stress. Um, obesity is a big issue. I offer a, 
a virtual gastric band, which is over four sessions. Um, so it's got quite a lot of media attention, the virtual gastric band, because, I mean, you can go into hospital and have the, the actual surgery for the gastric band, but I think it's about £10,000, and it's uh, a really major surgery, and there's risks of serious complications with it. So I think it's far better to do it through uh, hypnotherapy. It tricks your mind into believing you've actually had the operation. And so you eat less food. And you feel fuller quicker. It's probably another myth, but are there people who can't be hypnotised? Are there people that hypnosis is not suitable for? Yes. Um, hypnosis wouldn't be suitable for people who have an experience of, sort of psychosis or epilepsy. Um, probably not very young children, um, people under the influence of alcohol and drugs, you know, people of very low intelligence may struggle with hypnotherapy and hypnosis. There are people who are more naturally uh, suggestible to hypnotherapy. They tend to be people who are quite creative and so on. But I think that certainly the vast majority of people in the population um, is suitable for to experience hypnosis and receive hypnotherapy. What would you like to say to anybody who's sitting considering hypnotherapy to help them make up their mind? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I've had clients come to see me who are very nervous, um, who don't believe they can be hypnotized, who don't believe it will work for them. I remember years ago, a couple of women came to see me separately within the space of about a week of each other who had had experiences which had led to post-traumatic stress disorder. And I was a wee bit unsure myself how to manage this because it's not something that was covered in my training. So I did some research and I had to think about it. And the sessions went okay. And both of them came back to see me a few months later. I was a little bit apprehensive about uh, what would happen. But as soon as I saw them, you could see the difference in them. They came to see me for different things, but they came to thank me because you could just see them, the difference in them. They've been sleeping so much better. They felt so much better in themselves. It made a huge impact in their lives. So if people listening would like to get in touch with you, how should they do that? Well, I have a, a website. It's stephenmcmurray.com. That's Stephen with a PH. And my email address is stephen at stephenmcmurray.com. Stephen, thank you very much for your time this morning. That certainly opened my eyes to some of the possibilities of hypnotherapy. Okay, thank you, Pauline. You've been listening to the Helping Hand podcast, connecting families with help and support when they need it. If you want more information or to find a therapist near you, go to helpinghandonline.co.uk. Music